Hey sister, hey, I am just so beyond blessed and grateful that I get to spend time with you every single week in this podcast, where we're going to grow together in our faith and in our fitness journeys. We're going to be reminded each and every week of the truth God says about us and our bodies and honoring our temples, which honors him in return right? That being the focus of our fitness journey. In motherhood, we're going to talk mom life. We're going to talk faith. We're going to talk fitness. We're going to talk nutrition. We're going to dive into all of that, but God is always going to be the center of it all and grace because we all know we need a lot more of that because this is hard stuff. It is hard to put our faith in fitness at the first and the forefront of our journeys in this life as mamas and as women as all the different hats we wear. I am no expert. I'm just a fellow sister in Christ that is just so freaking passionate of helping you to remember what a gift your body is and how we can treat it as a temple. Let's get it. Let's go. Hey, sister. Hey, how are you doing today? It is Friday, which is one of my favorite days of the week. So I'm excited to spend some more time with you here today. And I just wanted to thank you for listening in. And I hope you had a blessed week. I hope that the Lord has just blessed you beyond reason. Where I am at living right now, the weather has been gorgeous and I am so, so grateful for that. So I'm going to make this a quick episode because I need to get back outside because it's just so freaking beautiful. Just completely changes um, my mood, my attitude, all the things. And I, I'm sure a lot of you can agree with that. But I know that you and I talk quite a bit about all of the benefits and all of the things that we gain through our health and fitness journey and doing this alongside Christ. But today I wanted to twist things around a little bit. <laughs> Bear with me. Today, I actually wanted to talk about the things that Satan steals from us when we become obsessive about our health and fitness journey. So what exactly does that mean? We gain so many things for health and fitness, right? We gain the ability to rely on Christ. We gain confidence in Christ. We gain strength. We gain results. We can, we can gain muscle. We can gain toning. We can gain energy, better sleep, better digestion, all of those things, right? All those very exciting, beneficial things. But what happens when we start to become extremely obsessive? What kind of things does Satan start taking away from us when we allow our journey to become something that is an obsession rather than a blessing, rather than something that can bless our lives? And it is something that becomes a very unhealthy thing that was supposedly supposed to be a very healthy thing to begin. What does he take away? What does he steal from us? And the first thing I want to talk about is time. When you become so obsessed with results, so obsessed with your workouts, so obsessed with your nutrition so obsessed with what your body looks like, the enemy is taking time away from you. And I am one, I I promise you, I am one, this is a huge one for me, for like the last, like 12 years ago, uh, all of, basically all of the end of high school and then all of college, I was someone that the enemy took so much time from because I was so freaking obsessive all the time about what was going into my body, how many calories I was taking in, meal prepping, making sure that I, you know, stressing and worrying about when I went to events to make sure that I wasn't eating too much or that I was exercising. Like I spent hours and hours and hours running an indoor track, running on the treadmill, doing the elliptical machines not out of joy for my body and what it was able to do, not out of love for my body, not out of honor for the Lord, but out of just wanting to control what I looked like and being so obsessed with my outward appearance 
the enemy took so much time from me that I could have been utilizing for God to utilize me in other areas of my life, for me to enjoy things, for me to enjoy the blessings that I had right in front of me, for me to enjoy more family, for me to enjoy my significant other, for me to enjoy my friends, and for me to really be more focused on my studies. Like I was focused on my studies and like how I relieved stress in college was part of exercise. Yes, but it became an obsessive thing, like extremely obsessive. It didn't matter what kind of pain I was in. It didn't matter if I was sick. It didn't matter if I had stuff going on. I would ditch plans so I could exercise. So the enemy took so much time from me and he can take time from you. Don't allow yourself to become so obsessed with your outward appearance and your image that you lose time, that the Lord could be utilizing you in other areas of your life and that you could be experiencing blessing through other areas of your life with that time. Don't allow that. Number two is energy. Do you know how much worthless energy I allowed the enemy to steal from me during that time of the end of high school and then all through college? And even even really into the early parts of my marriage, like I have wasted so much energy in nitpicking and prodding and hating my body and, and just nitpicking the crap out of stuff. Like thinking I looked this way or thinking I looked that way or not not enough this way. Like what 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 are you kidding me? Like I don't even have words because what kind of worthless energy are we, ex- are we expending? Like, why? Why are we doing that to ourselves? Why are you spending so much time obsessing about that workout? And there's a difference. Listen, there's a difference between having priorities and having something that you show up for every day and then obsessing constantly about needing to have an hour and a half of cardio or needing to have an hour and a half of lifting weights. If you get 20 minutes in, you have moved your temple today. You have glorified the Lord with your body. Give yourself a pat on the back. Like what in the world? It doesn't need to be a certain amount. It doesn't need to be something that if you don't make that amount, like, oh my gosh, you have failed today. You have not, you have not accomplished the goal. No, no, no. Stop expending that energy and being obsessive over your nutrition, over your fitness. We can make something very, very healthy for us become very, very unhealthy when we start becoming obsessive. When we start allowing it to completely overwhelm and overtake us. When our life literally revolves around, ev- everything revolves around your workout, everything revolves around your nutrition or your planning or how you're feeling about yourself and your body. Like if everything starts to revolve around those things, those are huge red flags. You've become obsessed. That's not healthy. That is not the way God intends for us to care for our temple. That is not caring for your temple. The enemy is taking time and energy. Okay. Number three fulfillment, happiness, and joy. He is stealing and taking fulfillment, happiness, and joy from you in your life when you are becoming obsessed about your health and fitness journey. How much fun is it to get on a cardio machine for an hour and a half a day? Let, let, me, just, let me just ask you can, you, can you answer me? Like, how much fun is that for you? Maybe it is really fun. For, maybe it is fulfilling for you. But to do that day after day after day after day, just so you can burn a certain amount of calories, just so you can look a certain way, how fulfilling is that? When you become obsessed, when you become obsessed with your nutrition, with your fitness, with your body image, and what you look like, and your results, how fulfilling is that? Do you feel fulfillment out of that? Do you feel energy? Do you, do you feel like you're utilizing your time in a way that God wants you to? 
That just seems like a lot of negativity to me. That just seems like a lot of defeat, discouragement, constant never being enough. Because even when you reach the goals that you are trying to attain and you look the way that you're trying to look, I can promise you it ain't going to be fulfilling. You're going to keep wanting more. It's never going to be enough. So you have to stop. And you have to not allow the enemy to, to keep taking and stealing your fulfillment, your joy, and your happiness. Because when it becomes an obsession, you no longer have that feeling of fulfillment afterwards. That, and you may have that small endorphin rush, but it ain't anything like that Holy Spirit, the Holy Spirit endorphin rush that I talk about in my stories on social and, and in my content that I, I share with you. It's nothing like that. It's not everlasting. It's not long-term. It's only temporary because what you are chasing is temporary. Your physical results are temporary. They are not constant. They are not everlasting. Your body is going to change inevitably whether you like it to or not. It's going to. That doesn't mean there's not actions and things that we can do, obviously, to have a certain frame or to work towards goals. I'm not saying goals are bad. It's when you become obsessed. It's when everything in your world revolves around those said results. That said workout, that said nutrition. Again, this is different than having priorities. Yes, it is really healthy to have priorities. It's really healthy to have goals. It's really healthy to want to become the best version of yourself that Christ has created you to be. There's nothing wrong with that. The fourth thing that the enemy is going to steal from you in your fitness journey, if you become obsessed, are the blessings that you're supposed to experience along the way. You're not going to be experiencing the fact that you have more energy, that you have better sleep, that your kiddos are seeing that mama's showing up. You're not going to be able to see the blessings of them developing discipline. You're not going to be able to experience the blessing of having more strength and longevity and stamina and endurance throughout your life because you're going to be so burnt out and so worn out because you are so obsessed with your nutrition and with your fitness that you're going to miss the blessings along the way. You're going to be so burnt out that the blessings, you're not going to experience them. They're going to be gone. They're not going to be there. You're not going to notice them because you're going to be, we're going to be way too burnt out. How, how in the world are you going to experience those kind of blessings when all you're doing all the time is being at the gym, when all you're doing all the time is obsessing over what you're putting in your mouth, every calorie you're counting, every inch of your body, you're completely tearing apart and nitpicking. How are you experiencing blessing or gratitude for what you do have, for what is going on in your life now, for the family you have, for the family you're able to show up for because you have the energy and confidence? You're not going to be experiencing those things because you're going to be so focused and so worn out because you're so obsessed. Don't allow the enemy to steal the blessings from you, sis. Number five, sustainability and vision for the future. He is going to take sustainability from you because it is not sustainable for years and years. Yeah, for, for maybe 10, 12 years, I was able to run myself into the ground and do hours and hours of cardio and count every calorie and nitpick my body to death. But was that sustainable? <laughs> no, not through motherhood, not through pregnancy, not through being a spouse. Like that is not sustainable. And if it is for, it's only sustainable for a very short time. It is not long-term and there is no vision of the future there because you're only focused on the obsession now. You're so obsessed now. You're not looking to what it's going to do to your metabolism later. You're not looking at what it's going to do to your relationships later. You're not looking at what it's going to do to your disconnection with Christ and loving your body and loving your temple. Because you're not depending on him. You're depending on yourself. 
You have no future and vision for any of that. You become so obsessed with the results that that's your main focus. Your main focus is no longer on him. So you're going to end up with a disconnect with more than just with Christ, with your own body, with your own emotions, with your own thoughts, with your own struggles, with your own spouse, with your own relationships. There's going to develop a disconnect because you are so focused on that one thing. You are so obsessed about that one thing that Christ no longer becomes the center. And that's a problem. The enemy wants that. Don't you think he wants that? Obviously he wants you to be disconnected from your main provider, disconnected from the source, disconnected from your heavenly father that loves you so dearly, that would pour sweet blessings into your life, that would make you realize how worthy and beautiful and amazing you are how cherished you are. He wants you to be disconnected from that. Of course he does. Of course. Number six, the enemy is stealing from you who Christ is trying to transform of you. The enemy is stealing from you who Christ is trying to transform of you. While Christ is trying to transform you into the very exact person that he has envisioned you to be and he has created you to be, the enemy is going to be stealing that while you are becoming obsessed with your fitness journey, feeling unworthy, feeling defeated, feeling discouraged, never, it never being enough. No matter how many, how many days in a row that you're able to sustain a, a hour or two of cardio or intense workouts or beating your body to death or literally nitpicking and just being emotionally and mentally abusive to yourself about how much you hate your body and how much you hate the way you look, eventually... Satan is going to steal who Christ is trying to transform. You understand how that goes the exact opposite of who Christ is trying to transform you, right? He doesn't want you to nitpick your body. He doesn't want you to hate your body or loathe it. He doesn't want you to beat it into the ground. He doesn't want you to utilize it in a way that becomes destructive. It's a temple that's supposed to house the Holy Spirit. He is living in you. It go- that goes completely against who Christ is trying to create of you. He wants you to be the very best mom, the very best spouse, because he is a part of you, because he lives inside of you. And if you're beating your temple to death, sis, if you are hating your temple to death, if you loathe it, how is that creating a healthy spot for the Holy Spirit to dwell in? It's not. So the enemy is going to continue to steal who Christ is actually creating you to be. He's going to make you feel discouraged. He's going to make you feel defeated while you are being obsessive over how you look and temporary results and things that are just not sustainable for life. He's going to beat you down. So this is a short one today because I need to get back outside. (laughs) But I hope this spoke some truth to you and I hope this was a great bonus episode for you and this blessed your life. And then it did. Obviously, do not hesitate to share it with a friend. Share it to your stories. Tag me in your stories. Let me know what spoke to you the most. Let me know what nuggets you absolutely love from this episode. I love to hear that. And also, don't forget to write a review. I don't know if you know this, but writing a review and rating the podcast actually helps the podcast get to more women on the platform. Not for my glory, but for his. This is all for him. And I'm so blessed to have you here, sis. And I hope you have a great and blessed rest of your weekend. And I'll talk to you later. Let's get it. Let's go.